in this week's Complaint Corner, What If, Nintendo Switch OLED, and some other shit. This is Critically Complained. Hi, I'm Adam, and this is Steve, and first we're going to talk about that, uh, that What If trailer, that uh, we finally got our first real look at What If. It's, this is going to be very reminiscent of last week's episode where we talked about uh, Visions, uh, but, and it's kind of very similar to Visions in some way, um, but uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for What If, uh, Steve. I, how, are you, uh, how are you feeling about it? Did, did, the, did the trailer get you interested, or are you just kind of... It still, looks gross. It looks gross. Yeah, like the animation the, is odd. The animation yeah, is definitely it's, odd. It's, it's yucky. I don't like it. <laughs> it reminds me of first of all, fucking Howard the Duck was there, which I thought was hilarious. But it reminds me of like there was a really weird old Spider-Man cartoon that I only saw like three episodes of because whatever oh, movie I, I had had like one episode. The first- yeah, it. I think I had the like same thing. Spider-Man and Silver Sable or something. I don't remember anymore. Yeah. But, like, it looks like this. And I was like, hmm, this looks dated now in the age of DVDs, whatever year that was. But now it's like, hmm, this is uh, gross. Gross to, to look me, at. To me, it seems like it's relatively cheap. Like, they just kind of threw it together. Uh, and personally, I'm kind of weirdly okay with that. Like, because it's like, if you're going to do, like, I mean, literally the whole point of the show is, you know, it's what if. It's like just a bunch of what could have beens. So it's like, I don't want them to throw a shit ton of money at it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, I just feel like it's not that big a deal. Uh, and I have a I have a feeling that there's not really going to be anything happening in this show that's going to, like, have bigger ramifications to the larger Marvel Universe. I'd love to be wrong about that, but I, I feel like this is just going to kind of be, like, this weird one-off thing. And that's fine. I, mean, I, I guess it's funny because, like, by design, literally nothing in the show can or will matter. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like that. That like that's not the point of the show. The point is just like, uh, hey, do you want to know what it would look like if Black Panther was Star Lord? Uh, this is what it would look like. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. I mean, cool. Thank God. What if uh, Tony Stark is... was saved by Killmonger? Uh, Killmonger, and that will lead to something, surely. Probably, yeah. That was the weirdest one for me. Like, it's just, like, such a strange combination of characters. Like, I can't even imagine what Killmonger... Like, how Killmonger would interact with Tony Stark, really. Like, it's just like, what? Like, how does... And also, like, uh, at this... So, like, because that's, like, way earlier in the timeline. I mean, okay. I'm thinking too hard about it. It's what if. The whole point is that they can literally just do whatever they want, and it doesn't matter. I like how it's emceed by the Watcher fucking Tales from the Crypt style. Yeah, I think that that's cool. I, I, I like the concept of the show, but I definitely agree with you that the it, it looks weird and well, like it also feels strange. like there's supposed to be like some continuity between these universes. Like some third party is watching these things unfold. It's not just like a random episode into the next episode with no connection. It seems like fucking maybe Doctor Strange or something is actually watching these things happen, like fucking the Book of Revelations maybe, or something. Yeah. Uh, either that, it's either Doctor Strange or maybe, like, The Watcher, because since The Watcher is, you know, watching... Well, I suspect that The Watcher the is probably the one showing, not the one Yeah, okay, that, that, would, that makes sense, actually. He seems pretty omnipotent and big and important to be like, oh, wow, cool, somebody else is showing me neat stuff. I mean, I get that his name is The Watcher, but, you know, right. it's it'd be weird. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I would say that I'm most excited for... Personally, I think I'm most excited for the Black Panther one. This is going to be... Uh, what is, what's his name? Uh, Chadwick Boseman's final performance as Black Panther, because he recorded his lines before his death. Oh, So, neat. like, that alone, I think, is going to make it worth watching the show, just as, like, yeah, a I final... Yeah, okay, so, I, this, actually, I was thinking this while I was watching it. I didn't even really realize that was him. I thought it was an impersonator, to be honest. But I was watching that, and I was like, wait a minute. Why does Black Panther have an accent still? I, you know, I was thinking that, too, because it's like, okay, well, because... Star-Lord, the the actual Star-Lord, like, he was kidnapped when he was, like, what, 12, 15, mm-hmm. maybe? Like, at most. Uh, if if we assume that the same is true for uh, Black Panther, that he was about 12, like, he would presumably have an accent. Like, he already knows how to speak. Like, he would have well, an accent, Of course, right? but I feel like he would have taken on the mannerisms of his surrounding just a little bit, you know? Probably, yeah. Uh... I, it is kind of strange to think about. I'm just going to just chalk it up to uh, it, it's comic books and don't think too hard about it. Like, how mm. come every alien race speaks English? Uh, uh, it doesn't well, make don't. sense. they speaking galactic basic or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, well, no, I know. But, like, why do, uh, why do Americans, or not Americans, why do we English, our version of English, why is that galactic basic? Is there some kind of explanation uh, for that? Because America Did... is freedom. <laughs> okay and we brought uh, our sure. freedom to the galaxy in. it's just like it's one of those things where it's like if you really really uh think about it very hard it just st- it starts to fall apart uh and that's frustrating i was thinking about that i'm sorry this is a, a tangent here but i was thinking about that recently with uh in regards to star wars like there are creatures like in the High Republic, there are, like, the, the Drenger, which are these, you know, like, sentient plant monsters. And they are born uh, pronounced already Dwergar. knowing how to speak. <laughs> it's, it's pronounced Drenger. I thought it was Drengear, but then I heard the audiobook, and, uh, or two different audiobooks, and they both were pronouncing it Drenger. But anyway. Uh, but, like, they're born already knowing how to speak basic. And it's like, what? Like, like, they don't have to learn the language? Like, how does that work? They have, it, it they just have uh, ancestral memory, like uh, fucking Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah, that's like the only... Or yeah, birds. And, I mean, we know that they're... Not only are they sentient, but they're Force-sensitive. Like, they're, like, of course they are. into it's the Star Wars. Side. Literally everything is. That's true, actually. So maybe they're just... It's like a passive force ability that they can just like instantly know the Didn't language. Didn't you tell me that know, there was a fine. fucking uh, rock Jedi that was just a rock that was also a force sensitive rock? He wasn't a Jedi, but he was a rock and he was sentient and yeah. living, but he can't speak. So... <laughs> so... That I can't explain to you. I, I, I His name is... Oh god, what was his name? Boulder? Was it, or was it, of course it was. Oh. I can't. It was you something stupid hack? like that. It was like boulder or granite. I can't remember right now. But uh, but yeah, he I, was amazing. I gotta I gotta read that book again, uh, just for all of the uh, all of his character because it's so fucking funny. Uh, but Star Wars. Anyway, uh, about what if we were talking about what if? Right. Yeah. Uh, the one that I'm probably least interested in was uh, oh god, what, which one was it? Uh, I'm not super jazzed about uh, Agent Carter. I mean, it's not like I uh, I hate it or anything. It just is like okay, like it's just Captain America, but a but it's but a lady this instead time. of Steve. It's like eh, I just to me that just seems kind of boring. Like it just doesn't really trip my trigger, but it's fine. Uh, I have a feeling that a lot of those episodes are like some of them are just gonna not 
be all that great or interesting, and that's fine. You know, it's one episode. I can survive. Uh, but I, I'm 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 looking forward to it. I I mean, I watched the Clone Wars. You know, so like I'm that's used true. to janky animation. Like that's not a huge deal. <laughs> like yeah, I can just sure sure sure. I can just squint and just kind of accept it for what it is. It's not that hard. Uh, but uh, well, I have a but, yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion that the actual appeal of the show is not going to be the storytelling or the interesting character lines or the animation. It's going to be the people going, "I like that character and I like that character." <gasps> They're in the same scene. I imagine that's. I mean, what we're yeah, going to it's. I really think that that's what it is. Like, it's like, hey, do you want to know what it would look like if Yondu and Black Panther interacted? Or, you know, right. Killmonger and Tony Stark and whatever, Doctor it's Strange. Like, oh, man, Carter. I saw Thor was there and fucking Vision was there, but this time he was pulling his own brain out or something. And it's like, that's not how it happened yeah. the first time. What? And, I, and Spider-Man so, was there. And which, Spider-Man. That's and confusing. Forget Spider-Man was there. That's confusing because, like, I... I wonder, like, rights-wise how that works, because it's like, okay, this is a TV show, and Marvel, I believe, has the rights to Spider-Man in regards to just TV. The only thing that Sony owns is the movie rights, but this is still sorta kinda in the same continuity as the... Well, no, it's I, not, it's, Adam. Don't be ridiculous. This is a what-if story. It's it is a what-if. positively yeah, legally so not the same canon, so I'm sure they can put that on their paper and be like, yeah, see, this is not the same thing at all. Give us cash. Yeah, it's, it's a whole different universe. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. that's true, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Loopholes, I'm, 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 I'm kind of curious about, like, the legal... Uh, like negotiations that probably happened. Uh, I think <laughs> in at order this for that point, work, legal but... negotiations go as follows: <clears throat> Sony, do you have any money for us? Marvel, yes, we have money for you. <laughs> Sony, well, I'll take that money, thank you. Marvel, okay, we'll take Spider-Man, thank you. Sony, okay, see you next week. Yeah, that's probably basically it. Yeah, when you all boil it down, it's like you know, we have Spider-Man, you have money. Let's make this happen. <laughs> right. Because Marvel so... has infinite money, and Sony likes money because. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously everybody does who doesn't. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I imagine um, it's pretty easy these days. Uh, I hate to tell you, Adam, I don't think I'm actually very excited about this. No, not even not, not I at think, all. I think it's because of who I am as a person. And I don't like the idea of telling a story that doesn't matter. That's fair. I can understand that because all of these things from the get go don't happen. They're not. This isn't happening. It's not true See, to See, to me, uh, I don't like it when uh, stories don't matter, but they should, if that makes sense. Uh, So, like, I'm okay with this because it's like, yes, none of this matters, but, like, I know that going in. You know, like, it's, it is, the whole point is it's what if. It's just some weird other universes. Right, Uh, but to my mind, it's basically just fan service the show. Yeah, but I don't want that. fan service the show. I don't want that. I mean, okay. Uh, I I get it. That's, and that's totally fine, Steve. Uh, like, and I, I feel like this is not going to be for everyone, and I think it's not going to be essential watching. Like, you can skip it pretty easily, and I don't think you're going to be missing anything. Well, it's, I guess it's like, kind of like the, the Loki thing that's the, the show that's happening right now, you know? Because, like, yeah. they're yeah. doing the whole alternate timeline reality bullshit in that one, but they're blowing them up so they don't happen. And I'm on board with that, because it's like, okay, you're, me- you're making this messy thing that's hypothetically there, and then it's like, okay, yeah, just get rid of it. No, consequence three, problem solved. Never have to worry about those extraneous timelines again. A, A, okay, okay. A plus. Are you, are you caught up? Are you caught up on Loki right now or no? Yeah. Okay, yeah, because, like, I feel like... It's one episode I, a week. It's hard not to be caught up. I, I, it's true. Uh, I mean, there's only one more episode before the show's done. Oh, my but, God. But uh, I feel like... I, I know. It's like... 
Okay, I will, that we'll doesn't feel do like enough time. I feel like we haven't answered any questions, but okay. Thank you. Yes, my biggest. I'm sorry. Just uh, my biggest complaint about Loki thus far. I mean, there's only one episode left, so maybe they'll make it work. It's a pretty good show, but it's just so goddamn short. Like I feel like everything's happening so fast. It should be 12 or 20 episodes. Okay, not 20 episodes, but it should be like 10 well, episodes. 12 is the magic number. We'll tell you what, Adam. When we 12. get around to my humble opinion, I will let you know how I feel about that. Okay, sounds good. Uh, but anyway. Uh, I guess we'll, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Uh, I I am still interested in What If. It's not something that I'm going to... It's not something that I strongly care about, if that makes sense. Because at the end of the day, it truly doesn't matter. But, like, I'm I'm interested. Like, whatever. Sure. Why the I'd fuck not? I'd be more not? willing you know, to I like try this stories. than I would be interested in trying Winter Soldier and Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm more oh. interested in starting this. Because it's a cartoon. I like cartoons more than real people because real people have real problems and they like, you know, are sticky and they try to talk to you and take your money and stuff. But cartoons never hurt you. Cartoons are your friend. So I might be more interested in trying this, but I don't know if I'd be interested in finishing it. Like, I might start the first episode and be like, huh, yeah, you know, I already read uh, fucking Marvel Zombies, so I don't know if I need to watch this. Oh, yeah. Marvel Zombies, that's another one that I'm, like, not super... It's its just zombies. Like, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, uh, I don't really... I, zombies to be are not, surprised. My, not really my thing. Prepare to be surprised. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, great. That sounds fine. It's just, like, I, I find zombies just so boring at yeah, this it's, point. It's um, not your traditional Walking Dead zombies. They're, like, sentient still. Oh, that's cool. And also, okay. they eat Galactus. Right, now, I'm, more, I'm more interested in this now. All right, that sounds cool. Uh, all right, so our next piece of news... Uh, is that uh, Tom Hardy spent months uh, on Zoom uh, figuring out the story for Venom Let There Be Carnage. Uh, He's actually going to be getting his first ever story by credit uh, for the film, like, you know, in the credits, Mm -hmm. uh, because he helped write the movie. Uh, And this is not huge news, but for me personally, it makes me much more interested in uh, Let There Be Carnage than I was before. Uh, just like when when a when a creative person is like showing passion and like when an actor especially is has like a lot of passion and enthusiasm for a particular role, it, like it makes me care about it more because I can tell that they care about it. Uh, so, Steve, are, are, does this change anything for you? Are you in any way more excited for Let There Be Carnage? Or are you uh, just like, no, nah, not really? I'm gonna play the asshole de- devil's advocate for a second before I dive That's into fine. my actual opinion. Um, okay. Just because an actor person is passionate about a project does not mean they're qualified to write that project. So having somebody That's true. That's really true. interested in writing something does not mean it's going to be good. It's possible he's made it worse because he doesn't know how to write a story. Just saying. That's, I, I, I will freely admit that that is, that is a possibility. Yeah. Uh, so, he's some okay. guy who follows lines. That doesn't mean he knows how to write them. I know how to read a book. I can't write one. Second of all, okay. uh, all right. I am no more or less excited about this than I was the last time we talked about it. Uh, okay. I, I don't right. care Fine. that he's involved in writing it. It doesn't doesn't change my opinion. I appreciate that he's passionate about it. I am glad that he wants to be there rather than not wanting to be there because, you know, you yeah. can always taste that on people's performance, but... You know. Like I can't help but like think of like Jennifer Lawrence in uh, the X Men movies, where it's like in each film she's getting she's spending less and less time in the Mystique makeup because she doesn't want to be there. Like she doesn't like it. She, it's not her thing. I mean, who the and fuck would? It takes like eight hours to get into that makeup. I'm not. Uh, no, I know, I know, I know. 
Uh, I'm just saying that, like, you know, when you can, t you can tell, just like you were just saying, you can tell when someone isn't invested. When when they don't want to be there, it shows in their performance. Uh, and I'm hoping, fingers crossed, uh, that Let There Be Carnage is going to be at least better than the first Carnage. Uh, you know, it's a pretty low bar, so, like, can can they at least achieve that? I mean, uh, <laughs> I think it just has to reach homeostasis, and people will be like, yep, that's good enough for a, uh, a Venom movie. That's I mean, the bar. straight up, uh, I think I mentioned this the last time we talked about it, but just the fact that the uh, the evil symbiote is red instead of dark gray is yep, already is, a huge a improvement. Up. Visual improvements <laughs> like, already. Like, woo! <laughs> I can, I'll hopefully be able to follow the action. Yeah! Like, I, I'm a simple, I'm a simple man. I'm easy to please. Uh, like but, being able to see the movie you went to go see? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, I I'm I have a lot of respect for Tom Hardy. He's been in a lot of different things that I like, and uh, I don't know if he's a good writer. I have no idea. I hope he is, but I guess we'll see. Why is well, my cat meowing so much? That's the real question. Uh, because oh they have God. opinions on the Venom movie. Yeah, Misty thinks that, uh, that Venom is going to be bad. She's just convinced of it. Hmm. Uh, she remembers. Well, I agree with anyway. the cat. <laughs> anyway. Uh, uh, anyway. I, 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 I don't know if him being a part of this thing, I'm sorry, uh, writing it, is even, like, a big deal because, like, he may have been there workshopping and stuff, but it's no guarantee that he was, like, any real contribution to the story. He might have just nodded his head, like, yes and no, you know? Oh, no. I, I think that, that that's kind of the whole thing is that... Uh, he did substantially contribute to the story. Like, he helped write scenes, he helped break down the story, and that's why he got the story by credit. At least that's that's according to the report that I read, that he was actively involved in writing. Like, he wasn't the only person right, writing it. But, but and again, to play devil's heavily. advocate, being actively involved could be like a group PowerPoint project that you've done in school where you say, I want to do this and put this slide here, and somebody goes, I agree with that. Yeah, Is I that, guess it's possible. Like, I mean, you know, it's not like I was I mean, there. We don't so. know. We weren't there. And not to disparage Mr. Uh, Hardy's hard work, Hardy. if there was some. but <laughs> Hardy's know. hard work. <laughs> but I'm bump. But I don't want to, like, you know, assume that he's awesome at writing or that he had a major contribution just because his name is in the credits. You feel me? Yeah. Nah, that's that's fair. All right. Well, I mean, he uh, might have written, uh, written this thing by himself. I have no idea. I have. Yeah, neither do I, really. Uh, all but I, know I choose to believe the that... worst in people, so I assume that he didn't do any work. See, I, I'm the opposite, man. I, I try to see the best in people as much as I can. Well, that's foolish. Uh, people will let you down. I mean, it's happened before. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're going to move on now. Uh, so Nintendo finally uh, announced the new Nintendo Switch model, which has been rumored for, I think, like a couple years now that there was going to be an update. Uh, and it is... a uh, a little disappointing. Uh, so this new version is going to be the Nintendo Switch OLED. Uh, it's Just going rolls to have. Off the tongue. I know, I know. It's like God. I swear to God, Nintendo like really needs to figure out how to come up with a name. Like every once in a while, they have a great one. Nintendo sixty four was a good one. The Switch no, was a good one. No, it wasn't. <laughs> the Switch? You don't think the Switch no, is Nintendo a good name 64 for a console? Was not a good name. It was the Nintendo console. And the number of bits it had. 
I mean, I don't know. I thought it, it I, I thought it was fine, but I guess it's not amazing. The Wii is a pretty good name. I mean, it's, it's better than PlayStation terrible. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, but... Yeah, the know, Wii U is a terrible that name. Order. The new Nintendo... The, what was it? The new Nintendo 3DS? Terrible. Yeah. Just absolutely terrible. That, like, no, don't do that. Well, you know, it was <laughs> 3DS, then it was, like, you know, 3DS Lite, and then it was 3DS i, which just told you the yeah. functions of it. Like, it had a light, and it also had a camera. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. But uh, now here we are with the Nintendo Switch OLED. Uh, this new version uh, is going to have a 7-inch OLED screen that's compared to a 6.2-inch LCD screen on the original Switch. So it's a it's a difference of 0.8 inches, which doesn't sound like much, but it's actually a pretty substantial amount of, you know, like when you're playing a game, 0.8 inches is like, eh, that's... It's yeah, I'd, I'd fucking kill a man for another 0.8 inches, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, it also has a bigger adjustable stand, so, like, instead of just, like, the little, the really weak stand that's, like, what, like a quarter inch long? This new one's going to go all the way across the back of the console, so you can just pop it and lock, you know, and, and pop set it, it and down. Lock it. And it'll, pop it, lock it, and set Put it down, and it won't fall over. Uh... And also, the there's a new dock to go with it, and the new dock has a built-in Ethernet port uh, so that you can play, have a more stable online connection when you're playing online. Uh, the game, it's going to have 64 gigabytes of built-in storage, which is more than the previous one. I didn't write down what the previous one was, so I don't know what it is, but I'm I, know go with I know it's more. Gigabytes. Uh, and also, uh, quote, enhanced audio. I... They didn't give any more information than that, so I don't know what enhanced audio actually means, but I don't know. Maybe the speakers are just better. Sure. Um, why not? Why not the 3D? Uh, why not the the Switch Bright or the Switch Plus? Sure. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. The Switch Color. <laughs> well, <laughs> that would be I, like, what a callback. You, I don't right think they use that know? one anymore. It's already got color. That was only a thing with Game Boy because you know it didn't have color the first time. Yeah, so uh, I, I forgot to mention this before, but I, I didn't really know this. I'm not much of a technical guy, but I'm trying to learn more about it. I guess OLED screens have, like, brighter colors. That's really the biggest difference between LCD and OLED right. is just, like, the color Switch contrast. Switch bright would have been fine. Rolls off the tongue. You could have written it been... in, like, cool boxy letters. would have been, been tight, but no. And honestly, like I, I'm fully on board with that name. I'm, I, I think it should be called the Nintendo Switch Lite, uh, Bright. That's that sounds perfect. Instead of like putting uh, technical diagrams in the fucking title. Yeah, yeah. Like OLED. The Xbox 360 the motherboard. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, also, this thing is going to be uh, $350 compared to the original Switch's $300. Well, yeah, you got to pay for that point eight inches. I know exactly. All in all, I feel like this is like it, it is an upgrade. Like, uh, but I would say it's not really worth it if you already have a Switch. Like, I'm not planning on buying it. Uh, really, I would say it's only worth it if you play a lot of Switch, and especially if you play a lot of undocked Switch, because the screen is bigger and the colors are brighter. You know, so mm-hmm. if that's important to you. Uh, then, you know, hey, go for it. But if you don't really care that much, like me, it's not worth How do you prefer to play your Switch, for. Adam? Uh, I personally prefer to play it docked. Uh, I, Interesting. I think that that's more fun. I switch between, obviously, because it's that a Switch, is, so I can just do that. That is the name, yeah. I. Uh, uh, but It depends on the game, I think, but I play like 98% of my Switch time undocked. 
Really? I like to walk oh. around with it. I like to be able to, like, you know, lay on my floor or do you know, do it on the pooper or whatever, you know. Sure, whatever, sure. Whatever I can take it, because that was the whole point, and that was what makes handheld awesome, and I'm so glad that that thing exists, because the Switch is dope as fuck. But the I also Switch like that I can put it on my console. TV if I'm getting too beat up in Smash Bros, and I can't tell which character is mine because I can't see. It's good for that. That is... That is uh, truly the main reason that I do it uh, docked recently. I've been playing a lot more Smash Brothers than I used to. I've been trying to get more into that again. Uh, and it's just it's just far, far easier to do it on the TV than it is uh, handheld. Although, uh, I do leave it docked now because my sister got me a special custom dock that looks like BMO from Adventure Time. So, oh, that's you know, so cool. I, I keep it slotted in there so it looks like his face is the screen. Okay. Because oh, yeah. it's that's, cute. That's fantastic. I love that. Uh, I don't even like Adventure Time, but I think BMO is cute and cool. Uh, so. Yeah, I agree with both of those sentiments. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I would say that, like, if my Nintendo Switch were to crap out, like, if, you know, if it were to stop working, I would probably splurge for, the, for this newer model, just because it's like, why not, if I'm already buying a new one? Mm-hmm. But that's really the only time that I would personally buy it. This is also, not, it's this is white, not really which makes jam. it look fancier. It is white. That is white that is appliances are no. fancier than black or gray appliances. Though, actually, there there's another... It's white, but also there's a ver- version that uh, just has the same colors as the original Switch, which kind of seems pointless. Yeah, there's just red and blue one. And it's like, why? Why? What's even the point of doing that? I don't know. It's just I would just, oh, just make a white to me one. Oh, it just occurs to me that you have to get new Joy-Cons, too, because your fucking clicky you thing is not going to be actually. the right size anymore. No? No, that's... Uh, no, it's... Because I think it's designed to be longer, but not, uh, like, not wider if, oh wait i think i said that backwards whatever the point is is that so my uh, the, screen they is said just... that the joy cons do work uh the original joy cons interesting so you can just plug those puppies right okay. in. i don't know how the fuck that works yeah uh, i don't know how that would sort of... slide down i'd have like 0.4 inches on both the top and the bottom that were not i mean that's not a lot of space but I, it's not flush and that would really bother me uh, yeah, I don't know how it works. I think that it's. I think the idea is that it's like it's longer, so it's like the the part where it connects to the to the um, Joy Cons is the same length or the same. Yeah, why would I want size, a wider screen? Why would a I wider also, screen. Why yeah, also I would I want not a taller screen? And most screens I don't are measured diagonally. They don't measure left and right. They measure from corner to corner. So mm-hmm. I assume that 0.8 inches of length is evenly distributed. As if you were pulling it in a Photoshop box, you know, making it stretched instead of just, oh, you know, I didn't even know that. I didn't transform know that that's rather than free transform. Screens. If you catch my drift, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. God, that bring that brings me back to uh, to college. But uh, yeah, okay. What Photoshop? <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck with it anymore. I haven't mm. I haven't uh, done Photoshop in like a couple of years now, a few years now. Shit. I don't use uh, I use Illustrator all the time. It's way better. Oh. Illustrator rules. All right. Illustrator is a great tool uh, for people who don't know how to draw wood, but still want to be able to make something. Yo. Hmm. I should maybe give that a I should maybe give that this a This episode brought to you doing, by Adobe, I hope. I, I've been thinking about doing more creative things, like just doing, you know, just try to make something just for the fun of it, uh, but I have not done it yet. Hmm. Uh, what kind of things I've are you been, thinking about creating? Um, well, uh, since you ask, I was thinking about writing, uh, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just maybe like doing some world building. I think that that might be fun just for, not for anything necessarily, just for myself. 
Uh, and then if I like it, maybe I could actually turn it into like a book and see if I could sell it. But that's sure, like sure, wait. Sure. I recommend I don't that get you ahead use the uh, the application World Anvil to build your world. It has all the tools you'll need. This episode brought to you by World Anvil. Oh yeah, that's another thing is that uh, I I want to do uh, I want to start playing D and D. Uh, and if I can find a group to do that with, I would love to start, uh, like, theoretically, you know, being a dungeon master. I'm so proud uh, of That's you. something... I, I want to. I want to do it. I just... Uh, it's it's very daunting and scary, so, like, I have to, like, build up to that, but uh, I mean, it is something you don't that want your do. first experience to be in front of nine strangers? Uh, correct. So that's yeah, how I did exactly. it the first time. Really? Oh, yeah. God, that's sounds stressful as hell. If it's any consolation, it was four strangers the next day. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, is that... So you're saying that they the next day, five people just didn't come back? Yep. Uh, wow. <laughs> and it was three by um, the end of the game. Oh. But well, that's okay, because one of those guys didn't quit because he wanted to. He quit because he moved, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> gonna ask like did they quit because they were like oh steve sucks at being I mean, probably yes but no, oh, in my man. defense i had <laughs> never done it before oh, all right that's fair see that's just it is like, i want to do a good job if i were to do it so like i i don't know it's but scary. that was fourth edition who gives a shit about fourth edition nobody yeah i know that fifth edition is the current one but i don't really know i and everybody tells me that fifth edition is the best one but i don't really know why it's better uh but. there's only two camps on that idea it's 3.5 is the best or fifth edition is the best and there is no compromise ah okay great and fifth is didn't, just the best because it's the most streamlined it's the easiest for people to understand it's simplified to the point where people are capable of grasping it as opposed to 3.5, which was so fucking saturated with options and rules and things that didn't actually matter that it just became daunting to start. Hmm. And 4 okay. was a video game, so we don't count that one. Oh, yeah, that's weird. I all could right. fucking do a whole episode on 5th versus 4th, but I won't. You. I think you, but I won't. you absolutely could. I won't. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, all right, so our next and last piece of news uh, is that there was a leak for the next Assassin's Creed, which apparently is... Uh, or it has the current title, but this might change, uh, of Assassin's Creed Infinity, and it will be, according to the rumor, this is not gospel, uh, it will be a live service game. Uh, uh, after the leak, before we get into it, uh, after the leak, Ubisoft did confirm that uh, th that a game like that is in development, but that it's still in early development, and they don't really have anything to announce this time. Uh, so, like, it could just be something that they're looking into and then decide not to do it. That is my fucking hope, because... How, uh, mm, how would you even live service an Assassin's Creed game? What would you do to charge people? Yeah, I don't know Like, do I have all. to buy and, like, stealth points? What setting would it be in? Like, it, would it... Who cares? I have so many questions. Yeah, that doesn't oh, okay. matter. You here's how you write, that matters? It here's matters how you write a modern-day Assassin's Creed game. Pick a historical point in the past where people recognize it. Put characters in it. Mm. Done. Okay, that's basically it. But, like, how would you go about including a bunch of... I, I don't know. I get too wrapped up in the in the story side of things. That There's a story like, still? It makes me... It, <laughs> not really. <laughs> like, oh, okay, good. Phew, I mean, I, was worried I say there. that as someone who still has not played Assassin's Creed Valhalla because I still do not have a goddamn PlayStation 5. Uh, <laughs> even though I keep... Ch I check, like, almost every week I'm checking to see if there's any websites that see... I, I still haven't found one. 
Like, I don't know if I just suck at checking. I, I mean, that might be I don't know what point. I'm doing. Yeah, it could very well be. It's fucking irritating. That's what it is. But, uh, but anyway, I'll get it eventually. Um, ugh, so annoying. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Assassin's Creed, like, the narrative is just completely just uh insane at, at this point it just it doesn't make any sense they just do whatever the hell they want and is there still, still like is there still like an animus and going back and visiting memories or shit there like, is still, still an animus there's a new modern day protagonist whose name is layla uh she's been around since Assa- since assassin's creed origins uh i i've only played like i said i haven't played valhalla yet but i uh i did play like 90 two percent of um the previous one odyssey which i did enjoy uh but it was way too goddamn long uh like holy shit sorry i've been singing the song lola in my head this whole time i'm sorry i missed that whole thing what were you saying (laughs) it's fine uh all i'm saying is that the new the new protagonist there is a new protagonist there is still a story uh, no one gives a fucking shit about it anymore. The cool, story, cool, cool. The, the story basically ended when Desmond died, and I mean, yet they I so. made like they made like six more games after that. And the modern day is this still the same funny. family tree? Like, is these like relatives no, of his? No, it's not. Okay, no, it's not. Uh, I think that the last time that we played it as someone that was a relative of Desmond was Black Flag with Edward. I think that was it. Every other one has been like a whole new lineage. Okay, cool. Uh, like Layla even isn't even related to any of these people because she's like finding like she's fi- she. They now have updated the Animus so they you can experience other people's DNA memory. Uh, so well, Layla is just not right fu- there. Uh, so yeah, so Layla is just not important at all. There's no like the whole point of Desmond as a character was that uh, he's yeah, super important like, because he if, has all of this. If I can this, plug somebody you know, into Cerebro and they can, if they can experience anybody's memories, why don't they just have one of the doctors do it or something? Somebody they can be trusted to follow the rules all the time. Why do they have to have anybody come in and who is obviously going to be a rogue agent and definitely going to try to take them down? Why don't they just have one of their loyal people do it? If anybody will do. Oh well, okay. It's different now. It's it's not Abstergo anymore. Abstergo's not the one who's forcing Layla to go into the Animus. She's now working for the Assassins, and she is wanting to go into the Animus so that she can find like you know some of the pieces of Eden or whatever. Oh, neat. Uh, yeah, like it makes sense why she as a character is going into the memories. What doesn't make sense is why she as a character is important. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. Uh, which is frustrating. She is a vehicle uh, to move the flashbacks forward rather than a person. And none I mean, of her things she has, matter because she isn't important. She's just the person we picked. Uh, to be fair, she has more personality than Desmond ever did because Desmond was literally just a blank slate. That's only like what well, you just said. Desmond like, was an Adam Sandler an lookalike that had the personality of a dry tissue paper. So I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Could... Yeah. Anywho... But uh, live also, service. Also, uh, they totally game. shot themselves in the foot with that title, "Fucking Assassin's Creed Infinity." It's yeah, that's a terrible title. I mean, that's absolutely you can't gosh. go higher than that. What are you going to do after that? What's the next Assassin's Creed going to be to top Infinity? <laughs> Infinity, Infinity times two. Genesis. <laughs> like I don't know, Assassin's Creed Eternity. How about that? You go, sure. you go in the the time direction. Well, you did space which makes and time, sense, so I suppose the only thing left to do is like, I fucking yeah. Assassin's Creed. Negaverse or Assassin's Creed Backwards World or Assassin's Creed uh yeah I'm gonna stick with Genesis (laughs) Genesis you know now I think about it I think that Eternity is probably the best 
one of the, like the cliche names that you could use. Eternity makes sense for Assassin's Creed. Well, the whole they're thing saving is about that one for the know. big crossover episode when they start sticking all the different assassins in a big Super Bowl together and they have to play like okay. whatever uh, like, bullshit. I know like that sounds so stupid, but I can't even pretend like if if I was watching like an E3 trailer someday and Ezio just like showed up on screen next to Altair and Connor and Jacob and Edward and just all of the assassin protagonists were all just like somehow thrown together, I would lose my shit. I'd be so fucking excited. And I, I hate myself. I hate that I'm one of those people, but I am. This is who I am now. Like, I would be so down for a giant crossover Assassin's Creed thing. That just mm, sounds so fucking gross. cool. I don't know how it would work at all it wouldn't is the, is the answer well it, it isn't working now like you oh, know, the okay, narrative yeah, doesn't no make any then. sense anyway so well, why not just go for just, it all you have to do is just take the most popular four and make it like a weird four-person co-op adventure thing you take Ezio, you take that doofus from yeah. black flag uh yep. two other ones that i don't know that are popular and you stick them you all together in the same same game and if, you do whatever right. that four place what's the whatever the four-person co-op assassin's creed was that just, was Unity. Sure, whatever. Unity. You just do that again, except with these named characters, and you put Spider-Man or something in there, or, or Madam Web or somebody <laughs> to make the time travel work, and it'll be like, uh, yeah, we're all animusing, and uh, then they come to the future, and uh, they have to solve problems in the future world, and you can have a cool, like, uh, fucking... Remember that shitty uh, Castlevania game where uh, Dracula was awake in the present day, and he had to, like, run around modern-day cities and, like, you know, be Dracula and shit it. all over the place? It. Yeah. Be like that, except... It's Ezio, and then Ezio can put the moves on a hot modern lady using his, like, old-school Italianness, and they'll be like, uh, ew, gag me with a spoon, or, or whatever year this happens to be, whatever the exemplative for uh, not being interested. And he'll be like, ah, women these days, I just don't understand. And then Altair will be like, I don't speak English, and then that'll be the end of it. I was just thinking, like, I I'm imagining, like, you grab, like, Altair, Ezio, Edward... Uh, maybe Desmond, and I don't know. Maybe you could grab Evie from. You can't. Uh, you can't have Desmond. Whatever. He's not the. He's not an assassin. Yeah, I guess. I guess it doesn't work. All right, then Evie. You get. You get Evie from Syndicate. You throw them all together, and none of them speak the same language. That's a good point. <laughs> like, like all. Well, of them no, they like, they'll all speak What's... animus English. Right, right. Where they I, only I know use they would words from their that. traditional languages when they're words the common English-speaking audience will understand, like grazie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, every once in a oh, while, in talking English, Ezio will say prego or something, and it's like, ah, I like the sauce. And you're like, I understand that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, honestly, that, that, that sounds much more interesting than a live service game. Unless it is the live service game, which would be okay with but me. But again, what do you live service If you're going to do for? a live service game, just, like, fucking go for it. Have all, all of the assassins are uh, playable characters. You can play as any of them. Fuck it. Let's go. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. Even the ones that are not very assassin-y, like those dudes from Egypt that are, like, God of War. Uh, yeah, uh, that would be the weird... Those, those guys would be the weirdest ones to include. Yeah, like, if you can include Cassandra from Odyssey, uh, it would just be the strangest thing. I, it would be so cool, though, to have her interact with Ezio. I love Cassandra. She's, like, probably my third favorite Assassin's Creed protagonist. Uh, and, like, man, would it be cool to see all of their, like, the characters interact with each other. I just, I, I don't know how you would do, like, the story would be so goddamn convoluted and weird, but if you could make it work, man, it'd be so cool. Do you remember in the oh, end of uh, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> I want to say it was 2, where the, the, the spooky ghost lady was talking to Desmond through uh, 
Ezio. I do. I do remember yeah. that. So they just do something like that, where it's like, uh, you know, Ezio gets flung into the future, where my evil is law, and now the fool seeks to return to the past and undo the evil that is Aku. You just do that, except with Assassin's Creeds instead of Samurai Jack. Yeah, you could do that pretty easily. You could, I or mean, put the Samurai Jack the in animus. there and just make a Samurai Jack game. I'm okay with that, too. You, you could have them all be AI constructs of the different assassins. Like, they're not actually the assassins, but they just, like, pluck them out of whatever time period that you want them from. Uh, you know, you get... You, you, know, you grab Ezio, and you just, like, you give him all his memories. What, put him and in a vision a body? New AI. Yeah, you put him in a vision body, sure. Uh, you could do that with all of them <laughs> if you wanted to. I'm just saying. Like, if you're gonna go for it, go for it. That's what I'm saying here. <laughs> like, like let, why the fuck not? It doesn't matter anyway. It's fine. I mean, I guess it doesn't. Uh, do you remember in the Mortal Kombat, however many times ago that was, where you actually got to pay real money to do fatalities? No. What the fuck? Oh, you didn't hear about that? Yeah, you could, like... No. So you know how, like, doing fatalities, you have to, like, input buttons and stuff, right? To, like, yeah, properly yeah. do it? Yeah, well, I guess there... Yeah. I never played this one, but I guess there was, like, a in-game currency you could have that just lets you, like, just pay to have a fatality happen instead of like doing the buttons so if you wanted to dunk on somebody online but didn't couldn't be asked to push six buttons you could push one button and just you know fuck them over i you're paid for a fatality like, I, on the one hand i hate it but on the other hand i that sounds so convenient <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> so the problem. like but i'm wondering what they're going to do in assassin's creed the live service game where it's like what am i paying for exactly like, do I have to pay money to every time I jump into a hay bale? Can I, like, not climb any buildings above 20 feet if I don't pay for the uh, climbing I would guess oxygen tank or something? With the way that the games have been going recently, I would guess that they're probably, like, you'd have to pay for skills, maybe? Or just cosmetic items. Like, that hmm. could just, that would be pretty easy to do. Uh, you could have a, th you know. You want a I block? Mean, if, That'll be $10, please. If you have, uh, like... If you have it where you can play as all the different assassins, you could have different all of Ezio's different outfits, which like I would love. Like Hook I blade. love all of his outfits, so like that would be fine. Hook blade. I particular. I hook. Yeah, you could do the hook blade. Oh man, the hook blade. I miss the days of early Assassin's Creed. I I really do. You mean like when they had oh, their shit man. together and they knew what they kind of what they, they were trying to do? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I I love. I loved Assassin's Creed Revelations. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I loved that game. It was so much fun back in the day. <sighs> I'm feeling nostalgic. You know uh, what I was playing uh, earlier today and yesterday? Was it Marvel uh, I was... Avengers? Yes, yes, yes it was, Steve. Because, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I was actually having fun. And I didn't spend real money, but I did spend points <sighs> to get the Black Widow outfit for Black Widow from the new movie. Uh, and that was pretty cool, and I hate that I'm still playing that game, but it's fine. Yeah, I do too. <sighs> I'm, I'm ashamed <laughs> I, of you. I know you do. I thank you, thank you, Steve. It, it's it's okay. Uh, it's not, but it's fine. nope. It's really uh, not. All right, so Please we're now going. <laughs> we're now going to move on to uh, the magic hour. Oh, there was some kind of weird uh, race that you introduced me to last time. Was it? I cat people they were kajits they were kajits but they weren't kajit but they were kajits and they exist mm -hmm. the cat well that was that was That's all two weeks ago but was that two weeks ago well, whatever Fuck. all right well i remember the cat people i'm so, so glad that yeah thanks 
Okay. I mean, I get, like, last week was really important and had lots of important things in it, any of which would have been good to remember, but it's okay. You remember the cat people from Skyrim, so that's fine. <laughs> yep. Anyway. That's, that's All right. All right. What's up? What's up next? The year is 3,346 AR to 3,360 AR. Urza comes to Yavamaya to find allies against Phyrexia, but is imprisoned in an ancient tree for his crimes against Argoth. Multani discovers the Phyrexians are a threat that only Urza can deal with. Uh, he frees Urza and grants him the Weather Seed. Kenric, now Kirik, forces escapes from the fast time bubble, but are defeated by Urza. Okay, so what is the the something seed? What is the Weather that? Seed? The weather seed? What's the weather seed? That's what I want to know about. Ah, uh, that's a that's a pretty good question. Okay. Okay. So the weather seed is like uh, I mean, it's 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 a seed as you would expect it to be. I yeah, I expected that. All right, uh, it is seed, a seed yeah. from the tree that I forget the name of right now, um, but it is a Yig- magic seed. Yggdrasil. Sure, whatever. But yeah, it is a seed okay. that grows into the bow of the ship, which will later become the weather light, which is a flying interdimensional uh, planar travel ship that is used by the Weatherlight crew and their many adventures. Okay, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Okay, so the Weather Seed is a seed that grows in the bow of a ship. No, into the bow of a ship. Into. It grows into the bow of the ship. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Just like, we're talking like a a pirate ship, right? I... I mean, it, it, like roughly, a sail, sure, a sailing ship, sure, yes, whatever. the Weatherlight is a ship that would look kind of like a boat, I suppose, yes. All right. It doesn't and have a sail, it, but yes. And it can fly. Yes. And it can travel through different dimensions eventually, not yet. Uh, correct. Okay. Wow. It is basically and, and, a planes walking boat. It's a planes walking boat, and who mans it? The Weatherlight crew, it? obviously, who we the have not got to crew. yet. We have not got to okay, those yet. right. But yeah, that, that that's in the that's in the future. But okay. spoiler alert, they're but the very weather important seed, too. But the weather seed cre- uh, created or gave this ship the ability to planeswalk, more right? or less. I, more or less. All right, interesting. I'm gonna try to remember that. You were telling me about Urza last week. That's what you were telling I me was, about. I was. Yes. He He's... was like a he was like a bad guy, but not really a bad guy. What there was there was a someone that you said he was like. I'm trying to remember who he was. Yeah, me too. I don't remember what I said he was like. Well, he's not... He's the good guy. He's just an asshole. Yeah, he's the asshole good guy. Okay, alright. There was someone... There there was a great metaphor that I'm trying to remember, but it's fine. Alright, but... Yep, don't remember that either. I know I said it, So Urza has the Weather Seed. Did he plant it? Am I allowed to keep asking these questions about the Weather Seed? We didn't really get that far yet. We just now got it. Alright. Stuff has to be done before it can turn into a boat. Alright, alright, cool. Uh, well, I guess we're, we're now going to move on to, uh, my humble opinion. Uh, I would like to go, if that's cool with you. Be my guest. Cool. Uh, so, uh, this is gonna be kind of a different humble opinion than what I normally do. Uh, I could've, co- I could cover, um, Supernatural Season 7, which I finally finished, but there's really nothing to say. It's dumb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who was the boss in that uh, one? Who was the who was the bad guy? It, it was it was Leviathan. It was uh, Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I okay. I'll, I'll just talk about it very briefly. Uh, I I actually like I expected to be completely disappointed by his death. I actually wasn't. I didn't completely hate it. 
I, I kind of liked that. I just think it's ridiculous that it's like, oh yeah, you need this, you need this stake that has the blood of a fallen angel, a demon, and an alpha on it. Like, it's like, what? Like, what? Why? What is this? Like, okay, whatever. And then they just stab him in the neck and he's dead. Yep. And it's like, all right, yep. <laughs> like, fine. Why the fuck not? <laughs> upon, uh, but... upon retrospect, yes, Eve's death was way dumber, but... Yeah, Eve's death was so fucking lame at the time. It was just like, ah, I poisoned myself, eh, and then she just dies. Like, that's it. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, But anyway, that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um, So I've been re-watching Game of Thrones. And, uh, hey, Megan, if you happen to be listening to this episode, please stop now, because I'm going to talk about my experiences with you making predictions, and I do not want you... I'm, I'm doing really well in not spoiling things, and it is so fucking hard for me to not spoil anything. I have spoiled a handful of things, which I'm like, ah, shit. Uh, but anyway, uh, I just wanted to take a minute to, uh talk about some of the things that Megan is predicting, uh, which is just so fucking wrong, and it's amazing. Uh, so, first of all, she did is she convinced... she suspected that Sean Bean would live? She did. She did suspect that Sean Bean would live, so when he <laughs> died, that was a surprise. Uh, we're, we're now... Uh, we just finished episode three of season two. Uh, so Renly's not dead yet, but he should be dying, like, I think in the next episode or possibly the, possibly the episode after that. I am going to give you a heads up before we continue this conversation, Adam. I'm not going to know who the fuck you're talking about any of these times. Alright, that's fine. I don't know any of their Uh, names. It's not Jon Snow or Brienne of Tarth. I don't know her name. Okay, well, Renly was the, uh, the youngest brother of Robert Baratheon. It was the, he was the one who Brienne of Tarth was so obsessed with early on. The one that she was like in love with. It doesn't matter. I don't the remember point is, that. At he's all. one of the king. Doesn't I don't. Whatever. That's fine. <laughs> okay. You don't need to remember it. Okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, so Renly's about to die, but Megan has and Megan has no idea. She is like fully expecting him to be a major player, and she's and she was like pretty excited to see uh, to see Rob Stark and uh, Renly like team up, which is completely going to fall apart very very shortly, and I cannot wait for that. Uh, she's also like a hundred percent convinced that uh, Jon Snow is a bastard of Robert. Uh, and it's really hard for me because I'm like, uh, maybe, um, you know, cause I don't want to say yes or no, you know, I'm just like, oh, that's an idea. Uh, you know, I'm like, you know, but, uh, cause she knows that Jon Snow eventually, cause she has like a few weird spoilers that she picked up like from pop culture and like social media sure, from yeah. years ago. She knows that Jon Snow is in the line for the throne. So she's convinced that he has to be Robert's bastard. Mm-hmm. And also because he has black hair, Robert all of Robert's bastards have black hair. So that that makes sense. And I'm like and I'm like, "Okay, well, just so you know, just because someone has black hair does not mean that they're related to a Baratheon. There are plenty of, you know, just normal people who have black hair and are not Baratheons." And she's like, "Okay, okay." Um she does know that Ned Stark is not the father. Uh, because I accidentally gave that away with the way that I phrased a question where I was like, who do you think, uh, (laughs) I was like, who do you think Jon Snow's parents are? And she's like, well, since you said parents, I think that means that Ned's not one of them. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) I was like, no, shit. Nice. Uh, you know, and, uh, but, like, I've tried to, like, I've given 
God, I thought I gave it away. I thought I gave it away because I talked about how Lyanna was Ned's sister and how she was uh, she was stolen away by Rhaegar for reasons and that no one really oh, knows why. Oh, I remember why. him. He's, He's the rapey her. guy. He, well, uh, yeah, well, kind of. Um, well, what Rhaegar and Lyanna fell in love and uh, they had a kid and that was Jon Snow. Uh, but like, and I'm tr- and I, I thought I gave away the game when I was talking about Rhaegar, uh, to Megan, but she like, she was just like, sh- she's like, no, 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 this is all a red herring. I still think that he's Roberts. And I'm like, I'm like, mm, like I'm like, okay, <laughs> like fine, whatever. Uh, she is, uh, she knows that, that John survives for a long time and she knows that Daenerys survives for a long time. Uh, but she really doesn't know when or how anybody else dies. Uh, and oh my god, it's just so much fun to go through this with her. Uh, but she, uh, watching her nice react, oh my god. for a red wedding. Oh god, I'm so ready for it. Uh, but, uh, uh, her reaction when, do you remember when, uh, Theon went back to the Greyjoys and he was like, trying to seduce his sister because I sure he didn't do. know that she- I sure do yeah, remember okay. that. Uh, so, like, that whole time, like, I was trying really, really hard to control my facial expressions and, like, not say anything, not give anything away. Just, like, I'm just, we're just watching it. It's fine. And she's like, oh, this, this is cute. I wonder where this is going. And, like, <laughs> I, and I was just like, I was like, yeah, me, you know, maybe. Like, <laughs> it was just, Incest oh, my God. Incest. It was like. It was painful for me not to say anything. But then when she did find out, she was like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, yes. I was like, feel it. Uh, Also, she immediately predicted that uh, Theon was going to run back to Robb Stark and that he was going to fight against his father. And in my head, I was like, oh, you poor, innocent soul. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, you're not expecting Theon to go full crazy, uh, take Winterfell, murder children, and then get kidnapped by a psychopath and have his dick chopped off? You're not expecting that? Well, get ready! <laughs> like, <laughs> it's gonna be fine! It's fine! Oh my god, I'm so excited to get to that. I'm so excited for Ramsay to show up. I cannot wait, because she's going to hate his guts. I mean, and I, I think everybody just, hates Ramsay. Everybody hates Ramsay, but, like, I, I, I just... Oh, I'm just so... I'm just fucking ready for it, man. We're gonna watch another episode tonight. It's just... It's hard, because she only wants to watch one episode at a time. Ugh. So, like, we can't... I know, I know. But, uh... God, it, it makes sense, though. Me. She, she gets, she gets, like, she gets fatigued from too much TV. So, like, uh, you know, we watch one episode, we stop, we talk about the episode. I understand. You know, we give our, I understand. Uh, we give our thoughts. She's weak. It, 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 it does work. She's not weak. Uh, but Your bloodline it, no, will not survive like the winter, it. Adam. I, I do enjoy uh, taking my time with it just because it gives it gives me the opportunity to hear all of her completely incorrect theories, which is just endlessly amusing to me. Uh, but it is frustrating for me because, like, I really want... Like, I'm especially excited for Ramsey to show up, and I don't think he shows up until season three or four. And, like, we're, we haven't even... We're not even halfway done with season two. And it's like, ah, we're gonna get there. It's fine. I just have to be Jesus, patient. the reboot will come out before you're done. Uh, no, we're, dude, we're booking through this faster than we've booked, than we've watched most other shows. Like, we're, we're not really Ugh, good at watching. One episode a day for eight seasons? Uh, Ugh. Yep. Uh-huh. Jesus. Hey, man, it, you know, 
it's it's like a it's like a wine, Steve. You gotta savor it. Take a sip. Let it sit in your mouth for a second. Like mm, yeah, then what spit is it this? back like, into a bucket. Gonna... No, thank you. I prefer high sea tropical punch. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Chug, 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 chug. Uh, Old Milwaukee. Anyway, so, thank you very much. So, in my humble opinion. Uh, watching Game of Thrones again with my wife, who has never seen it before, is so much fun. It, it, it's bringing back all of the old memories and nostalgia that I used to have for the show, and I just, I'm just so excited that I get to watch her go on this journey and only have a vague idea of where it's going. It's just fantastic. Hey, Adam. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's it. Season eight. Season. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm not ready for that yet. You could just not, stop. We, at season we still have time. Say the show got canceled. I straight up, like, I, I've already warned her. I was like, okay, so this show is good, and, like, you're probably going to like it, but the, the last two seasons are not great. Like, I'm like, you know, the, the ending is not is not very good. Like, there's there's issues. <laughs> so, like, you know, if you, if you want a satisfying story with a really great ending, this is not going to be the show for you. But the journey is a pretty good journey. <laughs> we turn to fan fiction, then. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's, that's it for my humble opinion. What do you got, Steve? What's Tight. your humble opinion this week? Well, I have two, but I'm really nervous about talking about one of them. So I'm just going to talk about the other one instead. The Resident Evil right. show came out on Netflix. Uh, oh, it did? Shit. It did, I yes. didn't even know. I finished it. Fuck. I got to watch that. So you finished I it? I finished okay. it. Yes. And Resident Evil, the sh- whatever it's called, Resident Evil, the TV show, I'm going to call it, is a prime okay. example of why the Resident Evil story is not good <laughs> oh good <laughs> you don't you don't watch this for the the you don't play resident evil for the story you play it for the zombie thing or the puzzles depending on how cool you are so the story has never been important and only a couple times has resident evil been self-aware about how stupid it is this is not one of those times <laughs> okay so our story begins in the illustrious country of made up which is some sort of like I, I don't know it one square mile of sand and debris it looks like i don't know how, where it's supposed hmm. to be taking place but this is taking place in the nebulous 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 time period of 2006 i don't know when the games take place as far as years go but this definitely takes place at least after resident evil 4 at least after that okay. one. I don't know how much later. I just know later than that. So, we are here in Fakistan, and uh, some helicopters from the U.S. government are flying over it, talking about rebels and shit, as there are always rebels in these places. Uh, one of the helicopters goes down. They tell them to fuck off and abandon that helicopter, but the good old boys on America's squad team number one are never leave a man behind. So they go down there and they investigate, and while they are down there trying to rescue the helicopter, they are attacked by the rebels, who presumably are fighting for something It's never really made clear. They're just the bad guys. Don't worry about why, just know that they are worth being shot, I guess. Sure, uh, that's good enough for me. Yep. America. America damn straight, that's right. The white <laughs> people are there, and they aren't getting along for some reason. So, just, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> just tell you how it is. I know, I, right. it's fine, just keep so, going. the helicopter goes down. <laughs> they make it to the helicopter, the, the good squad, squad who here, hitherto named after as Team America, makes it to the helicopter of Team America that went down. Team America finds that there's only one guy there who is still alive. Some guy who got crushed by the helicopter who is alive but unconscious. And they lift the helicopter up to get him out right before uh, 
They are attacked by more rebels, and they throw a grenade at the helicopter, which blows it up, and they escape into a nearby building. Uh, the bad guys, the rebels, have abducted the other Americans and have strung them up and are lighting them on, or going to light them on fire, I assume as sort of some manner of civil unrest or protest or something. One of those guys is cut in half, so I'm not really sure why they're bothering with him, because he's very much already dead. But don't worry about that, I guess. Uh, then the story is going to take place weird flashback style to finish off this part of the story, but I'm just going to tell you this part of the story now, so you don't have to, I don't have to keep cutting back to it. Uh, turns out that A... America's team rescues that helicopter guy who has been infected with the zombie virus of unspecific title. It's not the T-virus this time, it's not the G-virus this time, it's something. But he's infected. This one has a shot you can take, like from fucking, uh, like from those zombie mall games. It's like where you could take it and for 24 hours you won't be infected, but you have to keep taking it or you eventually turn. Uh, so he's, he's infected. Uh, then a bunch of zombies break in and attack Team America World Police, and they all get bit, of course they do, and they're all infected. So the guy with his dying breath opens up his fanny pack and he gives them all one shot so they can not be zombies for a day, and then, you know, he doesn't have any left for himself because he's already infected and dying. Uh, smash cut back over to our rebels who are setting our heroes on fire. Uh, turns out all of the Americans are already infected with the, uh zombie virus they go ballistic attack all of the rebels and murderize them all the only survivor being a child who was apparently trapped in some sort of like makeshift oubliette that they made to i don't know why he was there but he they needed somebody to tell that there were zombies so he had to survive uh so you with me so far sure sure yeah i'm with you so far cool 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 so we uh we head on over back to America in the White House, where the president is talking about Bolshevistan and how it's getting really messed up over there, and how he needs to do something to spread the delicious American peace and democracy over there somehow, because uh, they want to establish, you know, a, a new dem democratically elected leader, as you do. Uh, but he needs consultants about this nonsense. He brings in person number one, woman big guy, and a third one, we, or I'm sorry, a fourth one we haven't met yet, but is super cool, I promise. And they're like, man, this guy who haven't named yet sounds really awesome. And the other guy's like, I don't believe he's that awesome. And the other guy's like, oh, he is that awesome. You're just not is badass enough. Is it Chris Redfield? Shut up. Anyway, we're moving on. <laughs> it's not Chris Redfield. Uh -huh. It's not Chris Redfield. Oh. I'm glad that you right. know a Resident Evil character, I guess. Hey, yeah, thanks. Anyway, uh, while that's happening... We head on over back to uh, Fakistan, where we might find Claire Redfield. Claire Redfield has the prestigious honor of being uh, April O'Neil in this movie, whereas she is an investigator who gets kidnapped and has to be saved by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because her sole purpose was to discover plot that we knew but she didn't know and get kidnapped so she can be rescued. She unfortunately does not have a lot to do in this show, considering how, how much oh. of a badass she actually is in, you know, the games. But she's also there. And she talks to the, the kid who was in the oubliette who draws a picture of what he saw, and it's a really nice uh, rendering of people being mutilated by zombies, as you do. Smash get back over to the White House. Sure. They're having a, a powwow with a angry old senator guy who's like, we need to, you know, attack China, because he's really into attacking China. Uh, then there was a hack, and the lights in the White House go out. Whoa! And then it's dark, 
And then the three guys who are around, guy, lady, and big guy, have to go out to protect the president. And they have to go out and see what the hollow blue is about. Then they find an injured senator guy, and he starts performing, and uh, guy number one starts performing first aid. But uh-oh, that senator is a zombie now. And this guy flails wildly and shoots at him a bunch in the chest, and it doesn't kill him. Of course it doesn't. And then, bam, he drops dead right before that guy gets bit. And then, slow pan up, boom, Leon S. Kennedy. Everyone screams. Hero of our story. Okay. All right. All right. Because <laughs> he's just cool. too cool for school. Uh, sure. Then, yep, sure. Yep. Then he goes around and kills a bunch of zombies and shit, and then they save the president, and the lights come back on, and they're like, that was a cyber attack from China. Um, it was not. Spoiler alert. And then they uh, they go on a hmm. secret mission to go uh, infiltrate some kind of factory or something that they're mining for surveillance, and they have to go confirm who hacked them and whatever. And it doesn't matter. Any of that, none of that's important. They get on a submarine, and the submarine is on its way to the destination, and Leon is there, and Big Guy is there, and Girl is there, but Guy Number One, who is the least Leon of all four of them, has to stay behind because they need somebody to stay behind for the story to work. So he doesn't get to come along. But the, those three get to go on the cool mission to save the world and the president because they're all just badass enough. Uh, then the submarine is attacked from the inside. Uh, everybody's oh dead. The crew's all dead, and Leon's like, whoa, what the dilly? And uh, he has a heart-to-heart with a uh, big guy who talks about what a nightmare it was to be attacked by, uh, you know, zombies and stuff. And Leon's like, yeah, I know. I was there. I ra- fucking Raccoon City, dude. Fucking OG zombie fighter over here. And that guy's like, you don't understand the pain or the fear. This guy's going to be our villain, by the way. Ah, oh, okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense yep. now. About to say, like, you don't understand the pain or the fear. It's like, dude, I was there. Yeah. I, I like, will show you this. fear. This world is oh, imperfect. God. If only I could oh. wash away the pain. We live in a society. Right. Correct, God, yeah, some of that. So, uh, he is justifiably upset about having to deal with zombies, and he's not taking it very well. Everyone called him a hero when he came back, uh, because, you know, he survived, but more on that later. So, um, they're on the submarine, it's getting attacked, and then uh, Leon comes across a bunch of dead guys in a hallway, and it's like, well, that's very strange. Uh, and then he sees a little thing running around in one dude's stomach, and he's like, that's really, really strange. And then it bursts out of him, and it turns out it's a zombie rat. And it's like, well, that's no mm. good. So, uh, Leon smushes it with a fire extinguisher, and he's like, well, I'm sure that problem is probably solved. Uh, and then we smash cut over to Guy and Gal, who are locking themselves in a room with, uh, with some other crew member. Like, oh my god, what's going on out there? And then Lady's like, don't worry, it's fine. And then they kill everybody. You know, kind of tipping their hand oh. that they're the bad guys right away. Which, yeah, no thank god there yeah, was no like, subtlety oh. involved in that. Uh, then Leon is attacked by a bunch of rats, which he uh, floods the hallway he's in, and then rips some electrical things off the wall and electrocutes and toasts all the rats. I don't know if that would work in real life, but it looked cool, so I'm on board. Also, it's Leon, and Leon can't fail at anything. Because he's just... Co- too- right. This is this is post-Resident Evil 4 Leon, where he can do anything, you know, including, like, backflips and stuff. So, don't worry about any of that. <laughs> he's fine. Uh, then he meets up with big guy and girl... And uh, they still pretend like they're not the bad guys to him, even though they've already shown us they're the bad guys. And then they make landfall at the place they're going. And they make it to the secret bunker where Leon calls out the big guy for being not the good guy. And he's like, hmm, this world is imperfect. And he goes on about how he uh, needs to take down the senator guy because the senator guy is the real problem. This is the guy that wanted to blow up China. He's like, that's the real enemy. We have to stop that guy. So Leon shoots him in the face. 
and then uh, do, you know dodges out of the way of girl who shoots at him, and he shoots back at her, and she runs, and he chases her, and then she goes to her house, and then she has her sick brother there who is a zombie, and it turns out that's the guy that uh, Team America World Police rescued, and he had the fanny pack full of all the the cure and stuff. He turned into a zombie. And uh, she was present oh. there. She was the only person who came and contacted Team America World Police instead of blowing them up because the senator guy wanted to blow them all up because he didn't want any traces of that he is actually the one manufacturing the zombie virus. So he wanted to, you know, oh. fucking go scorched earth. And she went down there and she got him out of there and, uh, you know, saved her, bro- saved her brother. He's still a zombie and there is no cure. But uh, basically she wants to help big guy take down this guy because she wants to expose him and you know get justice for her brother and all that so noble goals not exactly great means but she's trying anywho uh yeah. meanwhile senator guy was like hey so you're all team america world place is all infected now and i'm the only person that can make this cure thing so you are all going to be my personal bitches until i decide that you are not worth my time anymore and unless you want to turn into zombies, you will do what I say. So they all do that for a while. Uh, every member of Team America World Police, except for Big Guy, either dies or kills themselves because they don't want to be zombies and they don't want to do what this guy says anymore. So that's why Team America World Police leader Big Guy is upset. I respect it. And he does not want to be called the hero that, yeah. because he didn't save anybody. He's, you know, just yeah, the guy that's still around, basically. Uh, so he's on a personal vendetta. But he does not want to... Um, he does not want to, like, expose this guy. He wants to show everybody what he's doing. He wants to release the zombies into the world so people will know how to, how to be afraid like he was afraid. That's his grand solution. That's it? Yeah. Really? That's that's. He just wants everybody to understand his pain? Pretty much. Wow. Pretty much. Pretty much, like, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> what a nice dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and meanwhile, girl is Thanks, like, guy. hey, um, but no, actually, we, we have the proof. We can, like, go public with this thing. Like, you know, get this guy taken down, get this stuff shut down. And he's like, no, this world is imperfect. If only I could wipe away the pain. You know, he's doing more of that shit. Going real oh Kingdom God. Hearts about it. Just keeps going. Yeah, so he's uh, he's not a great fella. Uh, anywho, long story short, uh, Claire discovers this kind of thing. She gets kidnapped, and then evil guy keeps her in a basement. And he's like, uh, hey... Uh, guess what? I guess I could just infect you, and then, like, you have to do what I say anyway, because like, he wants her to drop the story about him, because she's trying to do a story about him, very April O'Neil. And he's like, well, I guess I could just infect you with a zombie virus, and then not worry about you anymore. And then fucking, uh, big guy shows up, and he absolutely beats the shit out of Senator Guy, who's like, don't you want the cure anymore? If you kill me, you can't have it. And he's like, no, I'm cool, it's fine. And then he stabs the Senator Guy with the T-virus or whatever, and he turns into a, like, oh, you know, slowly yeah. he'll become a zombie later. And then he just kind of lets him go. And then he's like, uh, mm, yes, good. Uh, and then he stops. Then he does classic Resident Evil boss thing and turns into a super zombie. Uh, this one kind of looks like uh, um, fucking Killer Croc from Suicide Squad. He basically just turns into that, but a little spikier. Uh, and then he, oh, uh, then the okay. room starts to fill Weird, with acid. Why not? Because the secret layer has a failsafe where, uh, if the secret layer has a failsafe, if any of the zombies ever get out and they're detected, it floods the whole thing with acid to kill them very slowly, though. So, of course, the floor yeah. is now lava, mm-hmm. and sure. they have to try to get out of there. So Leon shows up, and he's shooting bazookas at the big guy. Bazooka guy, or a uh, big guy is not going to die from that, obviously, because he keeps Hulk jumping away, and he's trying to climb to the top of this inconceivably deep tunnel that they have created here without anyone noticing somehow, like, directly underneath the Pentagon or wherever the hell this thing is. And nobody noticed. I I can't even imagine what the construction bill for this thing would have been, that it would have just gone under the radar, but whatever. 
Um, so he's trying to jump to the top, and Leon's trying to keep him down there, and also he has to save Claire from getting uh, dissolved by acid, because she's, like, you know, tied to a chair. So he rescues her, and she runs off to do NPC things, like she moves a crane around so that the big guy can't get out anymore, and then Leon has to fight him, and then Leon, like, blows his arm off with a big gun, and then he comes at him, and it doesn't matter, and Leon fucking pushes him off a cliff, and he gets impaled on a big thing, and... Leon's like, oh man, I'm sorry you died. And then he like comes to life briefly for a second. He's like, now you know my true fear. And then he dies. And then uh, Leon goes back up to the surface. And then Leon's like, uh, hey, Mr. President, I saved the day. And also he called that one guy who didn't come along, the number one guy. And he's like, hey, don't let the president blame China for this because the president shouldn't blame China for this. And the president's like, where'd you get this information? And then like, Leon told me. And the president's like, all right, I believe you implicitly because Leon saved my daughter that one time. So... He just bases his prepared speech on that based on solely what Leon told him moments ago and, you know, delivers a <laughs> what a very politician speech would be like. like. Yeah, like, he just he just accepts it for, you know, it's like, oh. Well, because like, Leon saved his like, daughter that one time and... because he's badass enough. Okay. Because he's, <laughs> he's badass. So he just believes him no matter what. And then... Uh, they go to the surface again, and then Claire's like, hey, Leon, it's so good to see you again. Anywho, uh, uh, so it's time to blow a hole in this thing and, like, get this, uh, whole zombie thing, like, out in the open. And Leon's like, I can't do that. And she's like, what? And he's like, I just can't do that. And then she's like, okay, well, uh, have fun being a suit. You're an asshole now. Bye. Then the show's over. Hmm. I might actually watch this. It's four episodes. so that I... Oh, that's nothing. Yeah, I'll watch that. Now, I I imagine that this is, like, going to be the Castlevania thing where they make four episodes and then all the following seasons will be longer. But, like, you know, it's... Resident Evil does not have a good story. It's unfortunate, but it's true. They really don't. It's, It's mostly dumb. And basically, this is just kind of a vehicle for the, you know, zombies and the characters to shoot zombies and shit. But, like... There's almost no zombies in this thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, from what, from the way you described it, it sounded like there were plenty of zombies. Well, there's, there was I, a couple zombies in the beginning that ate those guys. You know, they attacked the rebels and attacked Team America World Police. But they're dealt with pretty handedly. And then we don't see any zombies after that until... Like, if you count the brother in the bed as a zombie, I guess that's one zombie. And if you count the super zombie as a zombie, I guess that's two zombies. Wow. Yeah, that's, like, kind of lame. Like, I don't count the rats maybe this as is zombies. Just like a, maybe it's just, like, a proof of concept type of thing. I mean, maybe, you know, sure. It's like, if, if this show is popular, then maybe they'll do another season and have Also, Claire is so mad at Leon now, which is sad. Yeah, that is Because they were best buddies in Resident Evil 2, and they take that little girl, and they raise her as their own, kind of, maybe, I think. It's never really clear do what happened there. The, does the show explain itself well enough that you think someone could enjoy it who doesn't know anything about Resident Evil? Uh... Yeah, none of the previous things really matter. As I mean, I just told you the characters' names, so you know who Leon is and you know who Claire is, and even if you didn't, it wouldn't really matter. You just assume that Leon is a badass, and yeah, that's, they're, that's, that's the yeah, sum Leon's of Leon's a badass. It's Which he I totally know, is, right? of course, with his My Chemical Romance hair. <laughs> Great. Yeah. So in my <laughs> humble opinion, this show might be good later, I guess, but right now it is basically just a weird fan fiction of Resident Evil, and Resident Evil already has a bad story, so... I don't, it's fine. It's like 5 out of 10. It exists. It doesn't hinder me, and it's four episodes. It took no time. Hmm. All right. Fair enough. Uh, do you have anything more to say? Um, I should have done the other thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Was that nope, Loki? it's fine. I'll save it for next curious. week. Don't worry about it. 
All right, all right. We'll save it for next week when we review Black Widow nope, and nope, Loki. Nope. I can't say that I'm going to have either of those things prepared for you. Ah. Uh, all right, fine. Fine, we won't commit to it, but uh, that's that's my hope. I'm going to try. Uh, all right, well, those were the complaints this week. If you can't complain, share it with your friends. Bye!